So here's a question for you. Is it crazy to sign up for Social Security retirement benefits as soon as possible? Welcome to another episode of Sky Blue Wealth Weekly, everybody. I'm happy that you're joining us. I'm your host, Eric Powers, owner of Sky Blue Wealth and a certified financial planner. Also, I'm fully licensed to represent clients before the IRS. This is the podcast where you learn tactics for earning and saving more money, along with investment and tax avoidance strategies to prepare you for retirement. And we've got a great show lined up for you today as we discuss eight scenarios when it may be a good idea to sign up for Social Security benefits as soon as you can. You may have heard the advice to wait a few years so that you can maximize those Social Security payments, but there are more nuances to be aware of, so we'll break it all down. With that, please tap the follow button to get subscribed to our show, joining all of our loyal listeners who have become subscribers over the past year. Thanks to all of you ladies and gentlemen for tuning in each week. All right. The seed of this show came from the Wall Street Journal article, which laid out three reasons Americans probably should not delay signing up for Social Security retirement benefits. But as I dug deeper, there are many more considerations and situations that are on the minds of Americans when it comes to perfectly timing those benefits. We'll get to all of those, but first, here are the three laid out in the journal article. The main one was declining health, and you might need Social Security checks to pay for those medical bills. Don't forget, declining health could mean yours or your spouse's health, which could force the main breadwinner to have to scale back work hours or quit altogether. The next scenario was simply a cash flow problem and using Social Security instead of draining investment accounts, especially now since even CDs are paying half-decent rate with all the Fed rate hikes. Number three was to fund wants versus needs. In other words, if you have trips you want to take or, say, a lake on the cabin that you'd like to purchase, well you could fund those wants using social security checks instead of pulling from your investment accounts. This scenario is for people who have saved and invested wisely. So don't go out and just buy a lake house with your social security checks because you heard that here or read it in the journal. All right, as we move through our expanded list of reasons for taking social security payments at the earliest date possible, be aware that these are very personalized scenarios. There's no perfect answer, even with a very thorough analysis. So if you have major worries about the best age to retire, please set up a consultation with me and we'll go over your options. See my contact information in the show description and set up an appointment so we can clear up any confusing things that you may have heard out there about the right time to start drawing social security checks. I'll be happy to simplify it for your unique situation. Here's a scenario you never hear about. Many people are waiting later in life to have children. Guess what? The U.S. median age for giving birth, it just hit 30 years old, and that's up from 1990 when the median age was 27. Well, if you have minor children, they'll receive Social Security benefits when you begin receiving payments. Under certain circumstances, a stepchild, an adopted child, or dependent grandchild, or even step-grandchild also may qualify, and that's according to the Social Security documentation at ssa.gov. A key point Benefits paid for your child will not decrease your retirement benefit. A side note, a divorced spouse is also eligible to receive Social Security benefits from your record if they meet several criteria. Oh, and even if you've remarried. Some of you just fell on the floor, I realize that. Pick yourself up, let's keep moving along. Another reason people seriously consider taking Social Security benefits at age 62 is that they fear benefits will be reduced if they wait. They're not being paranoid either. The U.S. government states plainly that they can only pay benefits up until 2034, after which time they will have to reduce the benefits down to 80%. So it's not illogical for someone with that thinking 
to want to start drawing benefits in 2027 if they can get $1,000 a month versus $800, for example. And that 20% reduction would ruin plans for maxing out benefits by waiting until age 70 to sign up for Social Security, right? Now, if government officials would make changes to the system now, that 20% reduction could be avoided or maybe even lessened. Let's cross our fingers, but it is Congress after all. Next scenario now. Some people figure that they can simply invest their Social Security payments and earn a better return by waiting. After the Doomsday 2034 scenario we just covered, it's hard to blame them. Again though, if you have the ability to invest Social Security money, then you've set yourself up well for retiring because obviously you're not needing the government checks to cover living expenses. Next up beyond that, which connects to the declining health situation that we noted earlier, family life expectancy. Say your father and your grandfather lived to see their 90s, that's awesome. But if there's a pattern of dying in their 60s, that's a different story altogether. We don't want to be gloomy and dark about this, but facts are facts and death is part of life, so it has to be figured into the decision on when to sign up for Social Security. If you don't need the Social Security money, great. Won't matter in the big picture if you wait. But if you can use the money for enjoyment while you have good health to do so, that's a big factor too. By the way, there's a guy who's chronicling his longevity efforts. His name is Brian Johnson. He's fully invested in living as long as possible and has the resources to go all in on it. He's reportedly spending about $2 million a year on medical tests and procedures aimed to help him achieve his goal. But the most telling part of his story is this. Reportedly, he drives extremely slow because he realizes the irony of him taken out in an accident while he's being uber cautious about healthy living. And that relates to the next scenario, how you feel. What you want to do in your 60s versus what you can do in your 70s and 80s. A good test is to look around locally and see how others in their 80s are living their lives, those in their 70s. Also, read up on people in these age brackets to give you a realistic view of their lifestyles. Some outliers are able to travel and are full of energy. I read about two ladies, both 81, best friends who recently traveled around the world literally in 80 days. Those are rare people for sure, but so interesting. So please take an honest view with what you want to do during retirement and contrast that with the norms, along with your energy levels right now, whether you're 48 or 56. It's never a bad idea to take steps to increase energy levels and well-being through better nutrition and exercise. And that is also a note to myself right there. We could all do a little bit better. Okay, the next scenario is your job. Do you love it or do you hate it? Even if you enjoy it, is it mentally or physically taxing? Meaning, could you keep working in your late 60s and would you want to? If you answer no to either, then it's worth considering taking Social Security benefits sooner rather than later. Again, this is not rigid advice. You have to dig in and reflect on what will be best for you and your partner, not only financially, but also in terms of lifestyle and contentment. Speaking of partners, that matters too. Whether you're a man or a woman will play a role when you should ideally take Social Security. The latest data on life expectancy has women in the U.S. living about six years longer than men. In a research paper published November 13th of last year, 23, in JAMA International Medicine, the authors found the difference between how long American men and women live increased to 5.8 years in 2021, the largest it's been since 1996. Sadly, the shortening lifespan of Americans overall has been attributed in part to deaths of despair, referring to deaths from causes such as suicide, drug use disorders, 
and alcohol liver disease, which are often connected with economic hardship, depression, and stress. Deaths by despair is impacting males more so than females, according to that report from the University of California, San Francisco. Now I'm going to run through a recap using questions you should ask yourself when considering to sign up for Social Security. But before we get there, I wanted to mention a brief disclosure and a truth. Simply a matter of math between early Social Security, normal retirement age, and delayed Social Security, break-even ages are very straightforward. You can use any online calculator to tell you what that would be. We'll get to those questions to ask yourself. Then I'll wrap up with millennials and Gen Zers thoughts on the Social Security system as a whole. And remember, the best way to hash out retirement questions is to schedule a consultation with me one-on-one. -on -one. My contact information is in the show description. All right, here are a few questions to ask yourself about when it is ideal to begin Social Security payments. Can you afford your lifestyle without Social Security immediately? How is your health? How is your spouse's health? And review health coverage costs if one of you were no longer able to work. Would you rather leave IRAs untouched for now and use Social Security for travel or other retirement goals and dreams? Do you have children under the age of 18 who could use benefits in addition to yours? Can you trust officials to revamp the system before it's too late and reductions that will come in 2034 if no changes are made? Does your family have a history of longevity? And lastly, are you able to and would you enjoy working until you're age 70 or older? Now for those thoughts from younger generations on our social security system. Oh, I don't want to forget to ask you to also leave us a review on Spotify or Apple. Okay, one poll showed people aged 25 to 40 wrongly guessed the full retirement eligibility age, thinking that it was 52. It could have been a poll question that was not clear to be fair, or they have little faith in the system so they don't research the topic at all. What about Gen Xers? Of all age groups, they have the least confidence in Social Security funding. And here's a quote from a man on the street interview. No, I don't think Social Security will be a thing by the time I retire. Don't worry, it will be a thing, but it could look much different. So prepare yourself by saving and investing yourself so you're not dependent on Social Security. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.